and welcome to Larps and Tarps. This week we'll be talking about all our plans for the upcoming event. We are very excited to be going to E4. I wouldn't say I'm very excited. I'm joined. I'm madly excited. I'm joined by Uncle Nietzsche and Tristan, and I, of course, am Lupita. Hello. Is everyone is everyone hyped? I'm very hyped. I can't wait. I can't believe it's uh, at the time of recording this. It's a week away. Oh, I feel like we need a LARP scale in the fridge where we put the LARP meter forward once every week closer we get to LARP. I actually have on my phone, I have a little widget which is like countdown to LARP. Like it's, it tells me how many days. Like I literally the day after the first of the event we've been to, I'm like change the date to the next one. Yeah. yeah. Um, LARP hype is in the red, I feel. I can't fucking wait. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, we've all, we, we, we thought... Um, in solidarity with the LARP noobs, um, specifically with Ian. We Go, do- Ian. We love the pre-LARP ramble. <laughs> we do a pre-LARP episode to join the join the pre-LARP ranks. And yeah, like you say, talk about all the shit we're doing, getting ready, what we plan on doing whilst we're there. Um, who wants to go first? Because I haven't... You guys have got notes. I haven't. So I feel like I'm just going to be free-form nonsense, which might be better for the back end of this. Oh, who doesn't love some free-form nonsense? Shall we go around in a circle and make a point each and keep it flowing that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to just be, you know, talking loads. So throughout would take turns. And... Well, I do, but that's fine. Well, okay. that, that, That's the classic Tristan. <laughs> I think let's talk first about the things that we've made and prepared. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, a slash fixed, in your case, Tom. Yeah, shall um, we go for uh, Tristan first, since you've been the most crafty of us all? I say you've been the most daring. Well. Yeah. Actually picking up new skills for... Right. So I... um, Basically, I wanted to make some kit that's more in line with the house I'm joining into. Kind of match the colours. I'm not allowed to wear the heraldry yet because I'm not actually officially a member of the house. Uh, But to represent the fact I've kind of moved, I'm associated a bit more with them, I have been making kit. So I made a tunic and a surcoat, both in the colours of House Dulac. Um... Which, really handily, so I was kind of like wanting to make some stuff because I went to look. I was like, right, I'm going to buy some kit. And I went, that's like another 70, 80 quid. If you buy from the rack, it really racks up quickly. Mm. And I was like, okay, how hard can it be? (laughs) So I had a look on the Profound Decisions website and they've got like a a bunch of guides um, for making kit. So they had... um, like specific question about this in terms of cost. Did you buy a sewing machine specifically for this? No. Uh, so I followed, looked to the guide, and I was like, I know crafty people. So a few of my friends have sewing machines. So I got in touch, and I was like, I bought basically I borrowed a sewing machine from a friend of mine. Um, and then I looked at the profound decision website, which basically tells you how much fabric you need, and then just like a breakdown of like how to cut the um, fabric and how to put it all together. So I think it's like how to make a simple tunic. Uh, and you got like, I think it was like one and a half metres or two metres of fabric. And then also a guide to how to make a surcoat, which is kind of like a tabard, but joined at the sides. Um, and I got the fabric for that. And then just spent the next two weeks um, of, you know, kind of crafting it. Um, and it was really fun to do. So I borrowed my friend's sewing machine, set it up. And I'm really, actually really happy with it. I've been waiting. It does look really good. Thanks. I've been waiting to have my hair cut before I did like a photo shoot because I've looked like an absolute mop for the past like few weeks. But I'm going to take some photos to put on the Instagram. Yeah, what's in the house thinking? Why am I on the Millennium Falcon? Why is Chewie here? <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Well, yeah, no, I've just been a mess. So I've had my hair cut now. But also, every time you came into my house, it looked like you were at a, um, a seamstress's shop because it was just like a sewing machine, piles of fabric and cotton and stuff. It's great. I, I love it. 
if you did all this effort and then you were like, on your fucking bike, Tristan. Can you imagine? Well, they're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no. They've already set the test. In fact, they're not allowed. If you, fun fact about Dawn, if you ask an earl for the test, they have to give you a test. Oh, really? Yeah. But they can make it impossible. Yeah, which is, if you listen to our Dawn history episode is where I talk about, they can tell you, for example, to go jump over the River of Sighs, which is basically impossible without a horse. Yeah. Um, and all the horses are dead. All the horses are dead. But if you strap enough Drew slaves together... That's not jumping, though. If they jump. <laughs> if they jump. Um, but yeah, so that's the majority of what I made. And then from the offcuts, I made a banner. So Dulac has got like a fox banner and red and blue colours. And I had some spare. And literally every week I've been like, right, I finished my main project. Another question, because, you know, finance nerd. How much did the fabric cost you? So, um, so to just to put things into context, um, I bought enough fabric for two garments. I've got loads spare. I could probably make another garment. With that, I've made a banner. I've made some more adornments. I've still got a hell of a lot of fabric left. I spent 40 quid on fabric for something that was going to cost me 80 quid for two garments and nothing else. Mm. Um, and so, you've still got so much left I've still got over. loads of it left. Um, and obviously it's hobby time as well. It's being productive. And, you know, I'm sure it's quite... It's rewarding. Yeah. And it's also, like you say, cheaper. And also you know that it's not been... I'm not saying anyone does this, but you know where it's been made. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not been made in some sweatshops. Or what you're you've like, got a sense know. of pride as well, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I was really happy with that. Um, and yeah, it's been, that was my crafting thing. So I can't wait to show it off next weekend. Um, you've been making stuff as well, haven't you, Gary? Yeah. I mean, not loads of stuff. Obviously I made my little potion cart before the last event. So I've got that to tide me over for crafts for now. And I've just basically made more potions. And though last event I did watercolors to make, to get the color. And I found that the paint sort of separated from the, the water and I was left with it settling in the bottom and then it becoming a shake to activate potion where you could get the colour back, but only temporarily. That's perfect. Um, which I know, and I know you really like that as a role play sense, but personally, I just feel like it's a bit shitty. I would like a shelf full of very vibrant, colourful potions. Mm. Could you imagine? You know? You're on the battlefield, you've been stabbed up. So I've got to oh, shake hang this on, potion. Hang on, hang on, Like an inhaler. <laughs> well, you do have to do five seconds of appropriate yeah, role play. Yeah, exactly. Five seconds so, of shaping that potion. To be fair, I've um, I've switched to using just diluted paint, which um, I have noticed there is some at the bottom, but then I'm not sure if that's where it's sunk to the bottom before I've been able to mix it in. Yeah, it Because, uh, it's, yeah, it sticks to the bottle a little bit. Your other option is food colouring, right? That's yeah, the... but then I need to get a pipette to get like, the colouring right, and then some things need to be cloudy, so I'm going to have to figure out how to get the... Um, how to get the colouring right on that. Whereas I already had food col- um mm. I already had watercolours and I already had paints because I do a lot of painting and watercolouring. Or so. squash. Um do you know any blue squashes? WKD. It's not squash, but I'm sure people would be quite happy to drink it's WKD. It's definitely blue. <laughs> it's definitely blue. Um yeah, I wanted to use things that I had initially. And I might go into food colouring because I could always just do it in a jug. Um, and then pour it in to the little bottles. But I feel like it'd be quite hard to do food colouring on such a small scale because it's quite strong. Because mm. you don't need a lot of food colouring to make, like, a cake blue. So I yeah, can't imagine you'd need a lot to make water blue. No, I imagine you wouldn't need much at all, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't want to make anything too strongly one colour because especially it's all about mixing it into different colours and making it sort of a tealy colour. And I liked how it was easy to really get the exact colour that I wanted with watercolour. And it's not even as easy with paint yeah. to get that exact colour. I absolutely so. love your potion cart. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm so very happy with it. I mean, even if I do ever change nation, 
I'm definitely going to be sticking with Apothecary just for the fact that I just think the potions are beautiful. I would love some more interesting looking bottles, especially when I do eventually get around to making some more powerful potions, like the Sovereign Specific. I what? would like to have something a bit bigger, but you can't use glass bottles really, and it's hard to find. What does your Sovereign Specific look like? It's kind of a silvery grey with sparkles inside. And what's the it's bottle? Got glitter. It's like a big bottle. That, Is uh, it oh, you you can't see my hand notions, uh, viewers, but uh, probably about four or five inches in height with a little size cork mine, I think. on top. I wouldn't mind getting a little chain attached to it. I think I said this in a previous episode, yeah. so it can be like drink in case of emergency, feed this to me, and it's in an obvious location. Is it a plastic bottle? Yeah, it's a plastic oh, bottle. that's good. Yeah. I mean, you've got... Um, I know that people are talking about so sometimes at Halloween, or at one point Halloween, Fanta were doing, like, these little potion bottle drinks. Oh, cool. It's, like, little spherical. But then also all the vendors have got, like... Yeah. Stuff. You need, what you do need is a bandolier. A bandolier. If you go to the field, like a big kind of like strap that goes over your way, you can put the oh, potion. So as you yeah. go to the field, oh, I love the idea of you running up to someone with a potion and being like, right, get your, get your wallet out. It's very, <laughs> um, much, very much a battle physic kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's Whereas, true. Assuming I don't um, intend to take the field, though I have also painted some clay tools to look like metal so that I can use them as surgical tools. Because you've still got the, what skill is physics it? Physics skill. Physics skill. Yeah, were you thinking you were going to make me say something else then? What would I be trying to get you to say? I, I don't know. Um, there think. was a di- there was something different. I just had that look on your face a that you cheeky, thought I was going to say something stupid. A, a little cheeky grin. Yeah, yeah little maybe. cheeky grin. That's ninety percent of my personality is my little cheeky grin. But yeah, so I've made. It's some not a big personality. Impromptu. <laughs> I've made some impromptu surgical tools. Um, hopefully, the fact that they're out, they're made out of wood shouldn't be a problem. They're not sharp or anything. No, it should be fine. Um, and they're not being taken onto the actual field. Like if I do use them, it'll be in the hospital tent. Yeah. And that's about all I've made. I am learning some songs. I'm learning Moby Duck from the Longest Johns. Oh. And I the just, Rome I, money I song. have just been sending you yeah. Longest John songs. We learn this. Basically. It's, it's Here's a Health to the Company is an absolute jam, and I would like you to sing it. I um, long term would look into that, but I'm struggling to remember all the words and all the chords to the two songs that I've dedicated myself to. What you need <laughs> to get is you need to all make, you could craft make, this. Yeah. A like scroll. A, a little, well, I was going to say, a little thing to clip onto a ukulele where you can put sheet music, like a little, like the lyrics on. Oh. Which would be fun, so you like, clip it on, put it on, and you can read it as you... I'm not quite sure how that would work as an attachment and how I'd get it so it was, like, facing me as well. Drill it into the ukulele. I'm talking more about the wire, like, the, the frame. How I would, how would, what would that's, I build that out of? Yeah, well, yeah, that's for you You know what, it's of. fine. I'll just pay someone five rings to stand there with the scroll. This too, <laughs> this actually would be a good yeah. apprentice musician. Perfect. So if anyone's interested, uh, let me know. You can find me at LARP. I'm looking for an apprentice. Yes, definitely. Um, no. What I need to do is start practising the songs without having them in front of me, basically, because yeah. that's... A massive step in learning them, but then you think, oh, well, I don't know them, so I've got to read it. But you know. I've, always, I've always been tempted to do something at Songs and Stories, but I just don't think I have no. the guts for it. I don't know. Well, I'm going to um, hopefully perform in front of a small group mm. at this LARP, hopefully. Is that one of your goals? Possi- yeah, e- even if it's just you guys <laughs> or mm. something. Uh, or I want to go, because I want to go to the Brass Coast for the first night and actually meet some people there. And I've been basically invited to come join people over the Facebook. And they've said, oh, just come and see us and say, ask to sit by the fire and it'll be oh, fine. Oh, nice. So I might take my ukulele and as a price to sit down, 
offer a song rather than rings. But then that depends entirely on how much alcohol I've consumed and how much... I would, if you want me to drop you in it, if you're ever at Weaver the Pub, I might just go... Oh, if only we had someone who could play as a song. You know, and, absolutely drop me in it. And then look at you very meaningfully. <laughs> absolutely drop me in it, because I'll, I'll never do it. Yeah. You know, I, I need someone to drop me in it sometimes, I think. Sorry, Tom, what have you prepared? What have you been doing? Well, Nothing. I, I, I haven't made much myself in the fact I've been getting people to make things for me. That's very in character. So I've yeah, been, in, the, I've, in the most Nietzsche way. I've been uh, exploiting my poor friend Nick and his 3D printer. Who is has? It, does he have a 3D printing business? He doesn't have a 3D he printing business. He, he just has a 3D printer as a hobby. Uh, it could, we could have plugged him. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, for the Jolly Jackdaws, I decided rather than getting newer players or older players to have to change their kit to fit the theme and look of the Jackdaws, and because the guild are kind of like a bunch of vagabonds a and nerdy-wavs and a ragtag crew. team, rather than having a proper uniform like, say, the Seawolves or a more established guild, I have decided to get some kind of Jackdaw badges printed, which I will then, which I have painted silver, just to give us a distinct look, so you can tell some from somewhere on the body, oh, look, there's one of the Jackdaws. So it kind of gives us that guild solidarity without having to go too far with the kit. Do you want a banner? Uh, we haven't got a banner yet. Should we make a banner? I think Mr. Salt says he wants to take up the challenge of making oh, the God. banner. Mm-hmm. But I guess that could be a challenge for me in the long dart, maybe, okay. also trying I mean, to make a banner. He could at least design, I suppose. You'd say he was quite artistic. And oh, he's very artistic, Because yeah. I was just thinking, because I've... So the banner I've just made is, like, you you cut out the thing in like a plique on, even if it's just like some rogue fabric, that thing that would look quite cool. Then you can have that stuck outside your tent. Yeah, that would look really cool. Remind me where the tent is when stumbling back drunk. Uh, camping next to Magpie E3 oh, was a big, like, oh, there we are. Yeah. But now we'll have jackdaws all over our tent. I haven't painted the jackdaws yet. That's something I still need that to do. That won't take long. Do it at the do weekend. It, yeah, I was going to say, get some yeah. black spray paint. Do it you, have you not got spray paint already? Oh, I do. Yeah. I need to see if I've got enough Chaos Black. I'm sure you'd be able to I'm sure some. you can get more Chaos Black. Yeah, so painted the Jackdaw sigils. My friend also painted me some uh, cool rings. Uh, no, printed me some cool rings, which I am then going to paint, uh, just to give me more bird-like uh, bird vibes. jewellery. Yeah, really spell out the Jackdaw vibes there. And another thing I've done is I wrote a basic version and then... Modesto, one of my new guild members, has looked through it, and uh, I think they said they did an A level at uh, law. for law. Yes, yeah. so he's gone through and helped me write contracts for the Jolly Jack doors. So if we are going out uh, on a mission or a skirmish, people will have to sign for our services first, so they can't escape the debty for the dead. I love that. That's so good. That. And also, I need to make a contract. For between you, uh, between Nietzsche and Lupita, and I like how you suggested that I should just whip it out and be like, actually, according to our contract, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that'd be fantastic. I want to really. Whenever you ask you to do something, like, be like, well, that's not in here. Well, actually, um, it's an extra two rings for advice because it's not in the contract. So we've got a bit of a. So we've got some really sad news. Um, that sounded really dramatic. It is quite sad though. It is. Is that yeah. um, unfortunately Alex and Chloe aren't coming with us to E4. Otis and Neve. Which is really because they've only been to E1. We're really excited to go to E4 with them, but they're not coming. Um, this did mean uh, that we had two spaces left on our uh, LARP van, um, which happened the same day as a big 
um, froth meet that was going on. So I want to call to action uh, to any LARPers based in and around North Yorkshire and Yorkshire. Specifically um, the Harrogate and York area, because North Yorkshire's huge. Yeah, but it's... it's it depends on where York's accessible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, we all had a froth meet because a couple of the people, who, the um, crew, uh, so civil servant and pot crew, did a froth meet in York. And it was really nice to meet some players. I mean, half of it was the LARPs and TARPs crew. <laughs> yeah, we did go show up and double the numbers. Uh, but it was it was, it was was really nice to get to meet some of the LARPers. And at least one of them is coming with us in our van to the event. And then we found someone else on Facebook who's coming with us. But if anyone's out there, we'd, we'd love to do like a, um, a LARP. Meet. Froth me in York at some point. So it would uh, be very good over the long dark, especially to keep the hype real. Yeah. Alternatively, Leeds is just as close to mm. us. Actually, we're right in the middle. But York, I feel York's got like oh York is the, way better. The pubs and stuff. Oh, yeah. I know. We, I know the meeting wasn't at uh, Valhalla, but we stuck snuck in there for a pint for fun. For a quick. Even so, they were playing D and D in in the pub that we were at. Pivney. Yeah. Yeah. I just I would love to. So if anyone, please do let us know if you've got any appetite for it. We probably will try and organise something because it was really good fun. It would be fantastic. Um, the more laps, the better. But it was awesome to have a chat with them about um, the plans for Empire, trying to get permanent site stuff. Yeah, and also there was um, a person there who was quite um, ingrained in Vrushka, and I was asking because I'd had, I'd wanted to go and sit it down there, but then I'd been told during E three that if I'm not careful, then I might end up dead in Vrushka. Wow. So <laughs> I, I was able to clarify with her and. The, well, I think my favourite clarification is that she didn't say no. She didn't say that's well, not the Well, she said, case. just make sure if they offer you food or drink, you eat it. Otherwise, yeah. they will assume you're a monster. Yeah. Um, but you can't kill them. and You can't change your form if you have eaten some of their yeah. food. And I was like, um, as long as it's fine, as long as they'll supply me with vegan food or just give me some water or something, that's why. Just don't kill me. And apparently they love talking about their stories and their mythology, so I can't wait to do a lot of research on Vrushka on Saturday night. I do yeah, kind of so. think that's anyone at Empire. They, anyone wants to tell you their story. Yeah, yeah that's true. 100%. Though I'm, I'm very interested in mythology, especially like Eastern European folklore, which is quite a lot of what they're inspired off of. Like yeah. Baba Yaga and I, I can't wait. Got oh, me to hear all about it in context. It was a really cool meet. Uh, anyway, if you're listening, uh, it was great to meet you guys. Yes. Um, and we look forward to having to meet up again. Yeah. I know that at least, like I said, one of them's coming with us in the van down, and then I'm meeting, we'll go see one of them again at a player event I'm going to in October. Well, uh, hopefully, the, I'll meet, meet the Varushkin in Varushka. In Varushka. Um, yeah, it just seems a shame that North Yorkshire doesn't seem to have a normalised meeting of LARP groups. Yeah, there's been like a huge thing in like Manchester and um, like further down south. And like, it'd be good to get one up here, even if it's just us. But well, yeah, we got to get that going then. Don't if, we? Yeah, exactly. If there's anyone from the local area that would like to meet up, please let us know. Uh, also, if you're not Empire, just LARP in general. We'd um, love to get to know other LARPs. I know we yeah. want to attend some different yeah. ones. 100%. Um, so yeah, please do get in touch. It'd be great. Well, I've of course been doing armor maintenance. Mm. I remember with uh, weapon when I, maintenance. weapon and maintenance when I had my tendonitis and couldn't leave work. I was like, well, it's the perfect time to get all the armor out and give it a good oil and shine. Maintain your weapon. Yeah, it's only brigadine, but I will recommend. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, I'm sorry. Uh, mine's only brigadine, so I don't have to do nearly as much armour maintenance as full plate. Yeah. But it's always worth, you put so much money into the armour, you've got to get rid of the rust and make mm. sure it's well maintained and lasts for quite a long time. I have not done that. You've got, yours had pre-rust and holes in any way. Yeah, yours is second hand. Part, part of the vibe. Yeah, you're a yo folk. You're not meant to have... <laughs> it was my dad's armour. Yeah. Didn't loot it off a general. No, you're, I love that. 
the contribution Don't, to the story. I feel like it makes sense for Tristan to really like polish his armor and shit. I feel like he'd be it really does, that's the thing. devoted, wouldn't he? That is the thing. I do need to. I do need to get on that. To be fair, though, it's always covered by something. Yeah. My channel's beneath. You, you um, want it to last, though. Yeah, I do. I do. I am getting plates soon, though. I think. I hope. Yeah. Oh, that's like oh. my nobility goal. Girl, bad in. I can't wait. You know, I'll just be walking around the house in his uh, full plate. Well, when we before we even went to Empire, like. I kept just putting my kit on my chainmail and being like, he, 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 just walking around. I do like the idea that we'll have our own little lap meet at some point and you guys yeah. will just be hanging out in your armour and we'll be like, comfortable there, mates? No, I'll be I'll, I'll be wearing my soft kit. I'm not a lunatic. Yeah. I, can, I can see you. You're just coming in your brigadier. Yeah, we're going to walk. going to oh. walk half an hour here. <laughs> the br- the brigadier's fucking heavy. No one will be able to get you in that. Trying yeah. to convince Carrie to get me in my armour when she doesn't have to. No. Yeah, it's hard enough when, I, when you're actually going to battle. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been shining that, making sure it's all way maintained, getting rid of any rusty spots. Uh, I've also had to do some minor repairs on my new halberd. Unfortunately, on its first trip out uh, in Zenith against the Druge, I must have knocked it against a so tree. So what, what happened to it? So a big nick gouge kind of came out of it. It was some loose, la- loose latex and whatnot, uh, which was quite annoying since it was the first time out. Uh, mm. But I've managed to kind of fill the hole with liquid latex, it, oh, okay. It doesn't something. kind of feel like a permanent uh, fix because the colour doesn't match at the moment. I've painted over it some Warhammer no, paint. I, and it's subtle enough that no one would notice. It's subtle enough that looking. no one would notice, but it's bad enough for, to annoy me, if yeah, that makes sense. you know. <laughs> I know it's there. So, I get that, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so after, it'll do for Empire at E4, but once that's done, I'm going to sand it down, try and get some proper lark paint and some shiny latex mm. and go over it again and make it look good I've as new. I've got some varnish if the shine is an issue. Yeah, uh, that's probably going to help. But uh, for now, I was like, if I make it look like it's wood and it's a wood chip or it's just got damp or damaged over the years yeah. as a character thing rather than a big I obvious mean, black it, gouge. It would make sense for your shit to be worn. I mean, you lived in a stable for some time. My Barn. stable. My my barn, my hayloft. Hayloft, yeah. <laughs> hey, they always said I had lofty goals. I like how you started that sentence with hay. Fuck off. <laughs> uh. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of uh, kit maintenance, really. Also, under I think it was to have and to rolls recommendations. I bought plastic boxes to keep all my lark kit in. Okay, mm. yeah. So rather than get them all scrunched up in a bag. It's all now full, uh, ironed and folded and put into a plastic box. Mm-hmm. So when it's in the tent, it doesn't get damp with condensation. And I know where all my lark kit is. I know it's in the vicinity of this plastic box. So rather than just tearing yeah. through my bags, like which one did I put it in? We, I, I want one of those now, actually. When we when I was at um, EE3, I bought a big wooden chest. Oh, um, I am a big yeah, fan of your that. chest. Yeah, because yeah. I wanted to be able to have it kind of just out so I can have my yeah. kind of like uh, kit in that and it's nice because it looks good in the bedroom as well um, but it's it was I'd love to be able to plug the people I bought it from I can't remember who who they were they were lovely um, but it was it's nice because I've got like a nice in character because when I went last time I liked to have the ten doors open Yeah. so I've got like a table but I've got like a cloth over it and I have like a big old box for my wine bottles and stuff like that you uh, booze which, hound absolutely um, works out really well um, and it's a good way to hide my out of character stove <laughs> which I use um, yeah because you said that you kept yours like outside of the tent even during in character time didn't you my what your stove 
Uh, like, you know, for the boil water. N- the, not the stove. Oh, in, in character time. In character time. Yeah, so in character, I had it basically, I had the stove out, but I had something in front of it so you couldn't see it. Oh, so okay. it was kind of like I was using it, and it, but it wasn't like obstructing anyone. Like yeah, if you came over to yeah. talk to me, you'd notice, but it was, it was just but it wasn't like, in your face. Yeah, it wasn't like just out for everyone to see kind of thing. Because it would be good to be able to heat up some water in the daytime rather than just... Yeah, I think as long as people aren't noticing as they go past... I have seen on some warp stores, they've got like little Roman fire pits that look quite cool. So they're like cast iron boxes where you can just put some wood in and then put like some uh, cooking utensils. It's like, it might be one of my purchases next year because it might be good to have something small that we can gather around without... Fear of like spreading flames. It's all in a little box. I would actually love to just do some like, in-character cooking. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. Um, I did it last event with a gas hob. It's fun until you realise you need to go wash up. Yeah, That's I mean, I've done cooking whilst camping. Well, not cooking, but I've you know used pans uh, and things whilst camping. Before. It, it was just for me. It was the fact I suddenly went. Um, I kind of like finished cooking and I went. Oh, now I've got to mm. go. I did in the end. I just kind of put the lid on and went. Don't worry about it. And left it. Um, but it was kind of like that moment. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to wash up. I've got game to I want to go play the game. Yeah. Um, would be the only thing I'd say. But I think it does. It is nice to have home-cooked food whilst you're in the field. Yeah. I want to know how people store all these things like bacon and whatnot. And I have proper breakfast. So I wouldn't want to risk it. I'm and, guessing they probably have like um, things plugged into their cars. Like you, freezers to keep it cold. If you get... Because if you think it's only a weekend, yeah. right? If you if you arrive on the Friday and leave on the Sunday, it's only one full day. Because mm-hmm. I had a picnic basket and I crammed it full of like frozen. We I get HelloFresh and mm. you get those like plastic pouches of water, freeze them, pack them in, and then have the food in there. And I had like dairy products and stuff, mm. and they were fine all weekend. Oh, cool! So it's Fair. like it's a risk, but if you think like. They used to just keep meat in cold rooms. Yeah, True. they used to just dig a hole in the ground. So, like, I, obviously, just check it's fine before you do it. But I think it's if you if you get like a, a cool box dedicated food, fill it with ice, and then put your food amongst it. Mm. It's not as big a deal. I like to have in character yeah. breakfast with you sometime. We if we bring some like crusty bread and some honey oh, so and whatnot. They, they have um, a place in Wintermark that are doing bacon rolls. Yeah, and five rings. I, I would like to do some more. You need to do more in character socialising next time because you are. Yeah, you just go off and do. I get. I'm busy. I, I I in my head I come back again. I didn't really do much to progress my character, and then I list everything I did. It's like. Okay, I yeah, might have yeah. done quite a bit of stuff. We need to drag you down to the tavern next time. Sit down at Wise Guys. Well, I've yeah, already you've like not even really been to Wise Guys before. I've been passing through. I've spent twenty minutes in Wise Guys with you all together on E One. Yeah, but that's about it. But when I'm done, I go looking for you guys. But obviously by that time it's pitch black. Yeah, it's like, it'll be worse this event. Yeah. It will be. But I've already fully booked, it seems, on Friday. Yeah, I, yeah I've got, because I've got my test of metal coming up, which I can't give too many details of, uh, but I'm going to be doing shenanigans this weekend. Which okay, to. before we go, shall we try and set up a time where I'm like, nope, I can't do this, I need to... Yeah, I think if we try and have a meet-up point, it's like we're, meet, um, we're meeting, we're having an international meet-up. Because I think as well, it's nice for our characters to be kind of like, yeah. it's an opportunity for us to meet friends from across the Empire, let's go meet... Oh, you know, you guys, because I won't, you'll have words to say with me because mm. you're supposed to be sleeping my hayloft that I sold. Oh, I can't wait for we discuss the in character <laughs> letter I sent you. Can I be there when you discuss it? Yeah, of course you can. Um, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I think that was one of my favourite pieces of pre laugh I did so sending funny. you that letter. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. So, 
Yeah. It basically, we could kind of say that you were staying in my... I won't say the details. Well, I, I wasn't even meant to know this. No, I was just going to say that um, uh, you had been... Your character was sleeping in my character's hayloft. Um, I have recently sold my farm and gone to war. Um, shenanigans ensued. Yeah, the repercussions of which were, were, were less than ideal for old... Uh, Will we be able to discuss this um, after? Yeah, we'll oh, see. yeah. We'll see, yeah. So... Keep um, tuned, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> some some heavy salad going down now. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah. What else is going on? I I just I can't wait. I can't believe we're so close. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really crept up on it. I can't believe it's the last one of the year already. Mm. And we've had some. I can't believe how many. So literally, as also as we're sitting here, the winds of fortune are dropping. Finally, yes, that's what I was going to say. The the next thing I want to do in order to prepare is read some of the winds of fortune because I never know what's going on. And I really need to be a bit more informed this time and have something to talk about. Yeah, as you say, it's really important. Even if you just look at one winter war and focus in on a point as a yeah. talking point, I mean, it helps game. That's some really good advice that I was given. And I think it's really good. Yeah, just like pick a window fortune that you are really like, this means a lot to my character and you have mm. something to discuss in the field. Because um, I think it's fun because quite a few times I'd bring up stuff and people would go, what? And heard about that, and then you're like, oh, well, let me... If I don't find anything, I have chosen to be very grumpy and bitter about the fucking floods. Well, hang on, where are you from? To Sartre oh. Mestra. Oh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I okay. lose half my resources from that as well. Yeah, I went to war. Uh, no, there's, well, there's fucking... Have you heard... The, so, the, um, for those listening, I don't want to talk too much detail, but the rage at Semisuak, people are fucking minted after that. There was mm. so much found from that. We are talking to um, friend of the podcast, Jack. He went to he went on the raid and he came back as like guys I've got a lot of stuff to sell next to it. He's I'm rolling so in jealous. it. Yeah, because I've got my uh, my income from a business is halved, yeah, and my that's a big half. hit. <laughs> uh, so not happy about the floods. Yeah, I was going to make you guys some um, hero point potions, but now you're going to have to fight over the one that I could afford to make with my herbs. <laughs> Just remember, I'm the one with over a throne. So <laughs> I've got over a throne. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I know. Let's have a auction for my posters. <laughs> or we could just rob it. That is true. <laughs> that was not a confession of crime. <laughs> does anyone, but just on an unrelated note, does anyone know anyone that can cast Paralyze? <laughs> I can make poison, poisons. Um, oh, perfect. Which can be slipped into drinks. <laughs> she sells us yeah. a poison. Po- poison. Go <laughs> on, Connor. I'm poisoned. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely sell you a poison. No, I'm gonna and sh- not slip you on. I'm going to slip that poison into your drink. <laughs> ah, curse your son, yet inevitable betrayal. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> another thing I've been on with uh, is people have been mesh. Uh, mesh- <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we just. Sean Connery. Learn people, how to speak. People have been messaging me regarding my business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. People have been messaging me about the jackdaws and, like, because I po- posted a few posters oh, online yeah, yeah. beforehand and around the Empire. So they've been uh, asking to have a conversation with me and see if uh-huh. they'd be interested to join. I have c- kind of got my personal... Uh, I've got my own rule... That you can't join the Jackdaws until you've talked to me personally, because I don't want you yeah. to join oh, just to be thing. in a group. Yeah, I want yeah. you to want to be with us, and I want you to fit us. You need to interview. I don't want a guild that's just numbers. I want a group yeah. of friends who are having fun together and causing shenanigans. It's a game, right? You it's a game that, at the end of the day. You don't want to just recruit the numbers to be the best and really get 
clout yeah. for the sake of clout. Quality, not quality. Oh, we're not, we're not really not quality. <laughs> Roleplay quality, yeah. not actual I, I quality. I think because there's, there's, I mean, there's houses that do it, there's, I imagine there's guilds, there's stridings, it's good, but I think, for example, the one that I picked is someone that you know, got on really well with them, they were nice. So yeah. it's, you, it's good for you yeah. to make sure you find someone. Like, the Jack Doors was founded by three people who never met before, who just decided, you know what, there needs to be a new guild in town, so we kind of want that feel and it to grow naturally and be friends and have a good bond. Then once that bond's been made, we'll start to grow from there if we're successful. Yeah, I do think you should go around and put your Jackdaws uh, leaflet on every single tent you go past. Just pin it on like the pole and just be like, Jackdaws, Jackdaws, Jackdaws. <laughs> Everywhere Jackdaws. <laughs> so yeah, I think I've got one person and maybe two of their friends who's coming to talk to me, so... That's potential growth there, so that's yeah. a bit of game. It's just nice that people are actually taking interest in and just posting online is oh, paying yeah. off. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I think most of that I'm going to try and I'm going to try and at least execute parts of my test of metal. Uh, this basically, I've got to challenge nobles to like a a game of wits essentially. Um, so I'm going to be doing that this weekend. Could you just bring a yield connect four? I, <laughs> I challenge you. To connect the four icons. Just paint it like wood. <laughs> and then, can we read Lost? Oh, my God. Um, and then um, maybe I want to keep doing my kind of, like, being an aide. Like, kind of, like, because that was really interesting to kind of listen to important, important conversations, uh, meet some more ambassadors, because um, that was just a really easy thing to, like, oh, I have a job to do. I'll go do this. Really embrace your brown nosing personality. Exactly, become a. Be, you've got to got to see what the nobility are doing before before you become it. Um, oh, you need to find be the darling to someone's general melchit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's gonna be. A, I think that's gonna be a very hard weekend. I never really know what I'm gonna do till I get there. Do you know what I mean? I pretty much wing it. Yeah. Now I've got a few strands of game. Like I've been like looking at what things are happening in the league that I need to go to, mm-hmm. and like making print screens so I remember it. But usually I just wing it. It's like, yeah. that's the best way to be for a newer player, I reckon. I am determined to go on a skirmish this event. I'm yeah. not. I, if, I, if I get if I get bounced every time again, I'm going to kick off, but I'm going. Do you need people in the hospitals for skirmishes? They always, yeah, they usually yeah, do. Skirmishes was, are more deadly than the battles themselves. This is what I was thinking, because the battles, like the hospital is always really, really busy. And I was thinking if I try and rock up either at the second day's battle where people might, you know, there'll be less new people who are giving mm-hmm. it a go because they might have found they don't like it. I mean, I only did the one um, time. Or I might go and pop in and see if there's anything going on during the skirmishes. If you go Friday night, they'll need people in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's all skirmishes on Friday night. Oh, okay. Because I, I do want to try and use my physics skill again. But as I say, maybe in a smaller Mm. environment because <laughs> yeah. it, it can be quite um hectic and a bit scary yeah absolutely yeah i think to be fair a lot of the time i think skir- the skirmishes when they're quiet because i know that they have for example sometimes they'll be need, need, they'll need exorcists and mm. then like people are yeah. running around and full screaming for exorcists uh, yeah i remember stuff. that happened yeah. at e3 that, but apparently happens a lot oh so okay this event there's um i know there's been a bit of a movement to get a dedicated unit of exorcists yeah i love the idea of that just Priests on demand. Oh, yeah. The power of virtue is compels you. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> compels, not repels. It compels. You said compels. I did say compels. Yeah, wouldn't it be repels? No, it's the power of Christ compels you in the film. Yeah, see, I thought that, but then compels it doesn't compel you to, me compels to, you to like... leave. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. I get that. 
See, yeah, because that's con- that's confused me for a while, so I'm glad we cleared that up. There you go. I'm so right. I thought that you said that. We're here for you, Kerry. You know, it's learning experience for Lops everyone. Lops and tops. It's not just about lop. It's about life. And, and top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the end, isn't top life? Top is love. Top, top is life. Yarp. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I assume we'll get anything else discussed apart from just get hyped. No, get hyped. Uh, let me have a look at my little list. Sound effects. Sound effects. Explosions. I think I've talked about everything I want to do. Generally, I've been to- uh, on the group chat talking to my guild, trying to establish what we want to get done this time. Kind of OC, just a general vibe. I think we also want to go in a little, not a big pub crawl, but go to a couple of bars, really bond together in Why characters. Why do you do, like, instead of doing every pub in Envil, just do, like, a pub at every nation? Yeah. Yeah, like I don't but have then, the money to do a whole pub uh, crawl after this uh, financial hit. But then where do you go in Navarre? The Dog's End. No, the Drunken Goose. Or Do- the Boar's Head. No, but if you want a cheap bar crawl, you go to the Dog's End. Mm. Best dive bar I've been told in, uh, in Anvil. I don't, I've never been to the Dog's End. I have also not been to the Dog's End. Should we go to the Dog's Tristan, End? That's where we should meet. Tristan would need convincing to go to the Dog's End. <laughs> Yeah, come find Nietzsche. You've got to talk to him anyway, haven't you? He sent you a nasty letter, I'm guessing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I sent it to Nick and he was in tears laughing. I bet he was. Uh, but no, I was actually just watching Lord of the Rings Return of the King uh, this weekend uh, because it was Bank Holiday and, you know, best film ever. Uh, but I was watching the Hobbits in the Shire at the end and when they were just in the pub sitting down having that moment, it's like, I've not actually done that at LARP yeah. yet. That, that's down. what I go to LARP for. My favorite, one, some of my favourite moments have been in a pub as someone just strikes up a song and everyone yeah. comes in. Because yeah. so oh, Oak and Ash yeah. and Thorn is like the song that ev- apparently everyone at Empire knows. No idea. You need to listen to it. But it's like the song that everyone knows and if people sing it, people join in. I remember being in a pub and some people started singing it. It was a really beautiful moment. But yeah, that's I just what I want. really want that nice moment. Like It's been a hard day at like and doing jobs. You take your fancy ales, you drink and buy the flagon. The only proof of the brave No, Kerry, copyright, we after us. Comes from the green dragon. But yeah, just what really natural end of the day feeling. So that that's probably going to be my goal this time. Actually take it a bit slower. Um, Just quick, this isn't confirmed, but we'll probably advertise a bit more before we do it. Something I want to do... At, so we're not have, going to have an episode next week uh, because mm. everyone's at Amber, Anvil. Oh, I hear all the viewers say... I'm so oh. sorry. You'll have to just re-listen to our old episodes. Um, yeah. But what I'm thinking... We'll come thi- find us at Anvil. What I'm thinking of doing is doing some in-field recording and I want to do kind of just like snippets of people explaining why they love Empire or why they love LARP. So if you see any of us on the field, I'd probably, I'll probably put a post up. I might set up my recording equipment outside my tent just before we kick before be a Friday afternoon thing, Friday afternoon just people I'd like a few would just like why do you love LARP uh, and then we'll probably try and cut them all together and do something because um, I just think it'd be really nice to get some content from yeah it'd be uh, really inspiring to get every, as many people as we can at Empire really expressing their love for the uh, yeah. game yeah absolutely um, it's a lovely send off for the year as well I think oh, yeah um, so yeah thanks for listening thank you this is this represents our 10th episode so thank you for listening along Woo. I can't believe we made it to 10 episodes. We hit double digits. Dedication. Um, So thank you for everyone that's been listening. I hope you've enjoyed. Uh, Thank you for um, coming along on this journey. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah, Yeah, see you next week, everyone. (laughs) Bye. I know. Get (laughs) hyped. Bye.